everybody, and welcome back to the Broadway Jets podcast. You'll know me from Twitter as NYJMike. I'm joined as always by NYJMatt, and today we have two very, very special guests. They are co-founders of Jets X Factor. It's Robbie Sabo and Michael Nania, and we have a very, very fun show for you guys today. Boys, welcome. Welcome. We're doing a snake draft. Uh, the guys from Jets X Factor, of course, if you are listening, go over and subscribe. Only $49 a, a year, right? To oh, subscribe. Can I get my pitch? Can I get my pitch for Mike, Jets give X your Factor? Pitch. It's my favorite thing ever. If you are arguing with your buddies about why, you know, Saquon Barkley is not as good as, you know, one of the Jets running backs, or if you want to know why Sam Darnold is better in home games after three o'clock when he's wearing his, his green on white uniform and you need the ammo. You don't know the ammo yourself. You don't have all that information in your brain. You go on Jets X Factor, you pull up, you know, you pull up Michael Nania's, uh, his little blurb. Advanced analytics every week. I look forward to it. Advanced analytics. Why is Bless Austin not playing well in press coverage? You just can't understand why. He looks like he's good. He tackles well. He's big. He's strong. But, you know, he's just not working out. You go on Jets X Factor. You look it up. And the answers are there for you. So you have to. You have to. It's, it's better than Pro Football Reference. It's better than PFF. It's better than every other site for the Jets. It's... Number one, you have to have Jets X Factor. I'm very, very passionate about Jets X Factor. Did you I appreciate that? And we we didn't pay him to. We didn't write those lines. <laughs> That's all off the cuff. I was I thinking about Saquon. It. I was in like a whole argument with these Giants fans because I tweeted out the video of Saquon having 13 carries for one yard. So I was like fighting with Giants fans all day. So it was the first thing in my mind. Yeah, <sighs> Giants fans can be that way sometimes, but there's there's worse fan bases. I'll say. Yeah. No, definitely. So we're going to go ahead and do a snake draft today. Mike and I have been doing them. Just me versus him. I think I'm 6-2 and two all time in our snake drafts. Not looking good for me. But what we're going to do is we're looking at players on the Jets, and you have to take into account their, the whole package, right? How long were they on the team for? How productive were they? And what you're going to have to do is you can pick any position you want, but you have to end the draft with one of these positions. So quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, or combined, O-line, D-line, linebacker, defensive back, head coach. Now you can pick... pick, spots, to be clear. Yeah, you you can pick them in any order you want. Once you pick one, you can't pick them again. And we're looking at the whole package. So Mike brought it up for the show. Bill Belichick, for example. Yes, you would include him if you're building your team. Only coached 0.0 games was the coach for eight hours. So you don't want to go ahead and pick him. Any questions off the bat that you guys want to throw at us? Yeah, like no Ronnie Lott, no Ty Law. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you could, but it would. Uh, how do you deter? How do you determine the winner? Vote. So the, it's going to be the podcast will be tweeted out about five o'clock tomorrow. I'll tweet the graphic out, and we'll do a four-question poll on the bottom for them to pick the winner. Yeah. So I'll post it. The graphic will look like pretty good, and I'll make a note to include. Hey, this is you know whole package of as a Jets player. That's how they turned out. And you can still make an argument for some of these guys. So if you want right. to go ahead and pick one of these shorter term guys, go ahead because. So, so basically, you guys want to focus on Jets careers only. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I got it. What was the last draft that you've done eight already? The one we did was things we would give up to have Deshaun Watson, 
and oh, Mike, okay. his first pick was his girlfriend, and my girlfriend listened to it and was like, I don't think that's funny at all. And I had to talk it out for like an hour of how like, no, he was kidding. It was all a joke. Wait a second. Your girlfriend gave you crap about his girlfriend saying it? He was like, why? Because he likes his girlfriend. He's like, what are you doing? Like, Victoria's great. <laughs> that's a plan with fire, my friend. It's bad. I know she's not going to listen. I'll call her bluff any day of the week. That's the thing. They never <laughs> listen to the podcast. And my my girlfriend subscribed and saw the, the title. And she's like, oh, shit, this is going to be good. Let's see what he would give up. And, like, first, second, Mike's like, I'd give up my current girlfriend, which is unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big Sam guy anyway. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. I have a randomizer right here. Yeah. We're going to randomize. If you get the first pick, you have the option to take any selection you want in the draft. John yeah. Abraham, defensive line. That great, was my first question. Great question. Go, put him as defensive lineman. Pick like yeah, a... Yeah. He's a pass rusher. Defensive line. Exactly. Oh, All right. Robbie, first pick. I have the second. Nanny, the third. Mike, the fourth. So Robbie. The pick of the pick. Yeah. yeah. Robbie, what pick would you like? I'll take number one. I'll take two. Okay. Okay. So I pick three or four. You want back to back, or you want number three? I'm gonna go three. I'm gonna say three. It will have two selections in the first six guys. Very nice. All right, Mike. So, Nanny at three. Mike, you're going four. Very nice. Oh, I have two of the first five guys. How you doing? Okay. (laughs) Here we go. I have a yellow notepad of all of my big board, and I'll keep track of who is drafted. Robbie, kick us off. Number one overall pick. This is a no-brainer. It's Darrell Rebus. And it's not necessarily because I put him first in the all-time list. As uh, another reason altogether. And I'll leave it at that. Rebus, number one. Yeah. It's, it's the right pick. I think it's between two guys. I'm happy you made the decision for me. Being number one would be tough. You know, you, you made the play. I'm happy you did. I'm going to go with Joe Namath, two overall. Mm-hmm. Quarterback's interesting in this draft. I'm not going to give away future picks, but I feel like if you don't get one of the top three, you're looking at the fourth that might not play great on the graphics. So I'm happy that with two overall, I'm going with Joe Namath. All right, you guys know what you're doing. You get, we got pros over here. I'm going to take Quincy Carter. <laughs> yeah. So I have a very interesting pick here. There are some guys I had in mind who, who came to mind immediately and seemed like obvious picks, but then the quarterback thing came up. And I'm like, there aren't that many good quarterbacks in Jets history to, to choose from. So I don't want to miss my opportunity and get stuck with Mark Sanchez. So I think, and there are two guys who I'm debating here, but I think I'm going to go with Ken O'Brien. That's my pick. Kenny O. Kenny O'Brien. Yep. Kenny O. Very underrated Jet. I, he, he is. Obviously, he's in the shadow of Marino, but you look at his numbers just compared to that era. He was a, a very good quarterback for that time period. So and I, he had I feel no, pretty good. He had no offensive line either. Like his, his offensive line was pretty mm-hmm. bad. So yeah, I feel pretty he, good about this one. He had the skill guys, but 25 <laughs> touchdowns, 8 picks, 3,800 yards in 1985. What 85. is that today? 4,500 yards and yeah, touchdowns? Yeah, it's, it's up there. It's up there. But what kills him mainly is 86 when uh, Walton pulled him for Ryan. Yeah. Late towards that season. That's what kills him in the history, in the history books, I think. I think that's very fair. And then he didn't get back to the playoffs till 91. But it's right. a good play. It could have – what could have been? So now I have two picks. This is exciting. <laughs> I have a lot of guys left on my big board that I wasn't – I wasn't sure going to be here. I'm going to go – I'm going to – Get this out of the way because I think there's no one even close. I'm going to take Bill Parcells as my coach. 
And then I'm going to take Curtis Martin as my running back with the fourth and fifth picks. So Parcells and Martin? I got Parcells and I got Curtis Martin. Got I was hoping Parcells would come back to me here. And obviously only the coach for 97, 98, 99. If I got Parcells and Namath, I think from a graphic perspective, like the, the random guy on Twitter going through there, they're going to feel pretty confident in that those right. top two rounds. But there's there's value late in the draft here. Right. And there there could be a bias towards the new age guys too. Mm-hmm. It could so. be. That's true. We are hoping that the fans are paying attention and they're, you know, know what's going on. Who's up, Nania? Yeah, I do have the all-time list here of Jets' career approximate value at Pro Football Reference. So, oh yeah, that's a good. Oh yeah, throw that out there. Yeah, uh, so, I definitely don't have that. <laughs> so I kind of have like all the good options in front of me. Yeah. But so I got my quarterback. Got some of the good skill position guys are off the board, but there is one guy who is a Hall of Famer. I in, unless I'm completely completely not paying attention, he is still available. I'm gonna go with Don Maynard. Mm-hmm. Don Maynard is available. He was my yeah. next. He was my next guy. Yeah. Yeah, Maynard is a good pick. He would have been my pick right here if you didn't take him. Another great thing about Maynard, I think every year he averaged over 14 yards a catch for that time period. Is incredible. Maynard's a good pick. In the dirt with the wishbone formation and the, the defenders could mug everybody. I wish there was less pass interference in today's football. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a discriminatory league. It sucks. And, it's yeah, it's too uh, discretionary. I'm going to go. Ah, I hate it. I hate it. I think from a perspective of Robbie having a wraparound here, I think I'm going to take... Mo Lewis as my linebacker. And the reason I do that, and I, I don't want to give away my strategy yet, I don't think that plays great on the graphic for number two overall. You, you hear me talk about the graphic a lot because I try to think of, you know, I don't want to pander to the audience, but I also want to put together a list that's going to win. Uh, I don't think linebacker's that deep, so I'm going to go ahead and take Mo Lewis here. If you put <laughs> Mo Lewis's best season together of all of his individual stats, he would be the greatest middle linebacker of all time. 158 tackles, four picks, 10 sacks, two touchdowns. Doesn't get much more versatile than that. And if you want to go by Nania's uh, approximate value on pro football reference, the, I mean, Molo's had a 17 AV in 1998, which is a, a very ridiculous number. And he, he would have to pass rush at times too. So he'd have even, even, even more tackles if he didn't have to pass rush. Yeah. All right, Robbie, you got back-to-back here. What are we thinking? Ah, man. I got to pick on the positions I don't want to take yet. Yeah. Uh, Let's go with uh, Klecko. Joe Klecko. Very nice. What was picked before me again? Uh, Maynard. Maynard Maynard Martin. We'll go, we'll go Klecko and man, this is a tough one. I don't know. Let's go Klecko and Larry Grantham. Ah, nice. Yeah. Nice. Larry Grantham. What was he a four time all pro? Yeah. Five in a row. He could be their best linebacker ever. It's just that he'll get lost in the sixties. You know, mm-hmm. late 60s, old player. So, you know, we'll see. 
we talk about this all the time. Why doesn't why is well, I guess in the sixties, but seventies and eighties. Why doesn't the NFL have someone go back and watch all the games and just record how many tackles the guy had? Mm. I don't and understand. Sacks. And sacks. Yep. What is going on? I, it's so hard to value these guys because you know. First of all, we don't have all the tape. Yeah, I wonder how much of them are available. I'm sure most of them are in some capacity, deep in someone's closet. It's got to be NFL, even if I go on YouTube, NFL I can find I, the '60s. I get, but 1978, I could look up Jets Bills Week Three and find most of the game. They don't have that somewhere. There are unofficial numbers for sacks, but it's never official. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah, Robbie, you made it easy on me because I again used you as a bait of I couldn't decide between Klecko and Gasnow. I just didn't want to do it. Um, so I'm taking Mark Gasnow at D-line round three, second pick. Nice. Nania, you are up. Fuck. It's a good well, I have a couple of good pieces here on offense already. I already got Kenny O and Don Maynard, which oh, yeah. is a pretty devastating duo, I think. We could, <laughs> could look here at our defense, or we could keep adding to the O-line. We'll do it. Don't um, do it. Oh, am I going to steal your guy You're going to take my guy. No, I think is. I'm going to take your guy. Yeah. I'm going to go with Nick Mangold. Did I take your guy? No, I mean, it's close, but I wasn't going to take him. Could could be some – I considered Kevin Mawai, so could be some recency yeah. bias for me yeah, being a younger Mangold fan. Yeah, Twitter on lock. That's the thing. But there that is. is true. So he's definitely on the mind. But I, I, I think he is definitely worthy of this pick. He was the best center in the league over his tenure with the Jets, so I feel good about this one. Uh, it's a great pick, and he's a great guy. Doesn't get much better than Nick Mangold. That's the only thing I don't love about approximate value is like it's yeah, really it, team it is oriented. a weird. It is team or yeah, that's the big thing. Like they'll value guys more for um, being a part of winning teams for getting Which is awards, probably makes like sense, that. but it's a little. I think it's too skewed. Like the 2009 Jets, David Harris is like a 21 AV. Right, I think like, it's fantastic. It, it, it's but. really not a, a great stat, but it's just good for like large sample sizes yeah, it's like um, and like for baseball. stuff like this to where you can like see who like the all-time greats are because like being a part of a winning team does not necessarily in terms of how well you're actually playing but that you're just the impact and your image in the eyes of the fans definitely does have that effect so that comes through on this but in terms of how good he actually is it's definitely skewed for things that don't really have to do with how well you're playing I think that's a good take. Am I up? Do I have two? Mike, you're back-to-back. Jesus Christ. I have have some good – I'm in a good spot. I'm going to take – you know what? See, this is a a very strategy-based because I could do a couple of things here, but you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lock up Altoon as my number one receiver. You know, he's tall, big, fast – Led the league in catches in 1988. Couple-time Pro Bowler. Would have been better without the concussions. I'll take Altoon, and then let's let's go ahead and take uh, ah, fuck. See, you know what? I'm going to take John Abraham as my defensive lineman. I think I'm in a good spot. It's a good pick. A really yeah, good Mike. Pick. I'm looking at your team. It's a good start. You got it. You got to hit on late round picks, as you know, um, but. I think it's a good good start for you, Nania. You are, um, you know, all offense so far. We're going defense all here offense. in the fourth I feel round. Like the Jets have defense. a deep defensive history, so I can get some value later. So that's mm-hmm. kind of been my strategy here. Yep. Yep. Um, but but O line, they do have a pretty a pretty good history, really. There, 
Um, but I think I got to start adding to my defense here. So I think I'll go with – how about Sean Ellis? I think Ellis is a good pick here. Big cat. Ellis is a good pick. He always plays his best game against the Patriots. That was the guy I had circled on my draft board. If I couldn't get Klecko or Gas now, I wanted to get Ellis later in the draft. I love that pick. Robbie, are you an Ellis guy? Yeah, Ellis is what he's I feel like, second all-time in sacks, I think. Four playoff appearances in that span. Yeah, yeah he's a little bit of a, not a, a guy who wasn't necessarily dominant, I think, but he has that longevity and durability and contribution and the, to winning, but still really good, still a really good player. And the 2010 divisional game, I think, cemented his legacy with the Jets. Right. With the, with the two sacks against Brady. But he did have a couple double-digit sack seasons. Yeah, 2003. Yeah. I like this pick. So I have to block Robbie here. Robbie's the only one that doesn't have a receiver yet. Um, so I knew it would come back to me once Mike took out tune. I'm going Wayne Corbett. Ooh. A good jet, hard-playing jet. That's going to play well in the graphic. Playing a little <laughs> well in the graphic. You know, I, I think... Lewis was a little early, so I need to back it up. And, and Robbie, now you have your pick at wide receiver. Now you can probably wait later on the draft. I'm excited to see what you do here uh, with your fourth-round pick. Well, I'm going to wait on receiver until the last pick now because you guys are all locked up. Yep. Smart. Smart move. So, and D-line's done, right? Yeah, D-line's done. Klecko, Gaston, right, Abraham, Ellis. Yep. Uh... Let's see. I guess we'll go with Kevin Mawai. Mm. Yep, that's the guy. We'll go I think that's Kevin the right Mawai. pick. Oh, it's a good fucking pick. And, oh, man, I want to take this receiver, but I got to wait. And we'll go, uh, let's see, Freeman McNeil. Nice. I think you nailed those. that. What you had to do right there, I think you did. Freeman McNeil is so goddamn good. I was watching the Jets, uh, like the they have like the yearly recap, the Road Warriors of 1982. Yeah, the yearbook, the NFL film. So cool! Oh my god, just watching Freeman McNeil is so electric. That guy. Yeah, the old school face mask too, with the bar down the middle. (laughs) And number 24 before Revis, so fucking cool that guy. Yeah, he really got a bad rap on draft day, but he turned out to be a pretty good Jet. Yeah, third pick, and then. All pro in '82. Mm-hmm. Uh, not bad. Those '80s Jets teams are so underrated. Yeah, they they really are. Like Walt Michaels built that team, and uh, he just he he walked away too soon. Like I yeah. wasn't around. I wasn't around for those teams. But everyone tells me Michaels. They needed to keep Michaels instead of Walton. Yeah, my dad hates Joe. Always he's a pussy. Right. <laughs> That's yeah, what he yeah. said. I don't. I don't. You know, he said it. <laughs> yeah. '86 team was ten and one, and then lost. McNeil was consistent, led the team in rushing eight straight years under multiple different starting quarterbacks. Like I know we talk about that a lot. McNeil would have been my pick there. I'm going to go defensive back Aaron Glenn Ooh. as my pick. I have my eyes on him. Yeah, it, it's a, a category that really hasn't been attacked yet uh, besides Revis going 1-1. So I wanted to get on the defensive side there with Aaron Glenn. Nania, now that I took your pick, who are you looking at here? So how's my roster looking? I have my quarterback. I have my receiver. I got uh, – how many O-linemen are we taking? Just one. Just one. Just one. Yeah. And are, we're doing two receivers? Just no, one. just one. Just, just one. one. Okay. So I do got to take a defensive back, and I still need some D-line here. 
This is tough. A lot of our top names. I think you like need those star caliber right? names and a linebacker. I still need. Maybe David Harris is coming to mind here. I might be able to steal him a little bit later, though. I could be in trouble with that. Sort of thinking about another DB from that 2010s era. Oh, I think this is a tough one. Does he have more than seven kids? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) He kind of has those high points. Um, But I think I'm going to go with the linebacker here. I'm going to go with Kyle Clifton. Oh, nice. Yep. Nice. This is an underrated pick. The tackle machine. Yeah, people love that guy. Led the league in tackles three times, Kyle Clifton. <clears throat> All right, Mike, back to you, back to back. I didn't think that – I mean, I was going to take Lance Mel, but I'm just going to take David Harris because fuck it. Oh, I shouldn't have even done that. I have I have uh, picked <laughs> linebacker. Whatever, I took him already. I took David Harris. Yep. And I'm going to take Chad Pennington as my quarterback, which I didn't think was going to last this long either. So I have – Good value pick. I'll take Chad in the seventh or the sixth round. It's a good value pick. Now, Robbie has who I have as, you know, definitely top three, maybe top two quarterbacks coming up. So I think Robbie has his what, quarterback and receiver left open that you have your pick of the litter, whoever you want. So Robbie might be in a good spot here. Mike, I like your team so far. Nania, too. Good team you're building. Who are we taking here in the sixth round? I I actually like this pick quite a bit. Maybe it might get a little bit of blowback, but his high points, I think, are worth it. I'm going to go with Muhammad Wilkerson. Ooh. I like that. At his peak, I think he was top three to five three-tech in the league. So it doesn't have the longevity, but peak Wilkerson. Did you take Sean Ellis? How do we do this? Oh, yeah, that's right. He took Ellis already. Oh, I did. I thought we were doing multiple D-linemen. We should. We should do it literally an entire 52-man roster. <laughs> we'll be here for a while. All right, so I forgot about Sean Ellis. my special team's ace. Sorry, Wilk. I need some DB help here now. The yeah. so Revis is off the board. Glenn is off the board. That's it. Obviously, Everyone Revis else is, is the first pick. Everyone else. could be a safety. This could be whoever. How about Kerry Rhodes? I'm going to go with Kerry Rhodes oh, yeah. as my defensive back. Wow. That's fun. It's an interesting one, but it is definitely – the pickings are definitely sort of slim at this point with DBs. Harry Rhodes was very beloved when he was here. I'll never very good. I remember so well in 2009 when Rex said that the Jets were mathematically eliminated after they lost the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And they had Kerry Rhodes' interview. He was so confused. He didn't understand. He's like, I guess we're eliminated, whatever. <laughs> and the course, made the playoffs so stupid. There is one guy I'm sort of regret- uh, regretting not picking. I'm going to spill the beans here. Robbie just sent me a Slack message suggesting it, so he might steal him, but I won't reveal no, who I can't. it is. I can't. We'll see. Maybe I'll take him. I think. Oh, I- yeah, yeah. He has his DB already, so After he's not going to steal this him. Was so the guy I, we'll see if one of you guys go for him. But yeah. this is, I would have changed to this if I could, but I'll see if Kerry Rose. He's the number, he might be the number two DB in Jets history. I think, you're, I think I'm going to pick the guy. We'll see. I think yeah. I'm going to pick it. Matt, do you have your DB? Yeah, I took Aaron Glenn. Yeah. Oh, I got my pick. This is my last pick, isn't it? No, you, you're, you, it's what not your pick. No, it's... no, but what do I need? I just need one more guy, right? You need two. Mother of God. All right. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I'm up. I need running back, O-line, and head coach. Oh, boy. 
I'm going to take, as my head coach, Weeb Eubank. It's mm. not going to play great in the graphic. Only person to lead this team to a Super Bowl victory. Fact. The 60s, late 60s Jets, early 70s too. Winning football team. I love going back to the stats for that team. So I'm taking Eubank here as my head coach. Yeah, I think that was my next pick. Good uh, job. Man, are you sure? I don't need. I think I need one more guy. I pick seven guys. Yeah, no, I'm like, you need two, I think. What, what's yeah. the order here? It went Nania Clifton, right? Right. Yep. Uh, what did I take? I Mike took went David Mike Harris, went Harris and, Pennington, right. and then Nanny okay, took Kerry Rhodes. Got it. Yeah. So who's up, Robbie? Robbie has back to back here. Jesus yeah, Christ, he looks, he looks terrifying. What do Robbie's I need here? Uh, Qu- quarterback, wide receiver, head coach. And the last pick was Eubank, right? Yeah. Quarterback, receiver, head coach. All right. I mean, I guess quarterback and receiver I could wait on. Head coach. Let's go with the guy who will just get the attention, Rex Ryan. This leaves it tough uh, tough for the two of us now because those are probably the only two decent – well, Eubank's a good one. Rex is probably not good, but the only other passable option. So, right, Michael's so, between him and Michael. Well, well uh, there is another good one, but well, Nanny, other than you, those three, you have your pick of a head coach because Mike took Parcells in the first round. So yeah. I, did, I took Parcells my first pick. That's crazy. Yeah. Shit. So that's pretty much the three good coaches you can look at. So this is sort of <laughs> tough, but Take I think there's problem. two guys on the table here. Um, I'm thinking between either Mangini or Herm. Ooh. I'm going to go with the man genius. Oh, the man genius. Wait, I think Robbie, I think we went out of order. You still get man genius because nobody can take him. I think Robbie's up with your back-to-back. Then I'm up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so Robbie has a pick now. But you do get man genius. Okay. We let you jump ahead and take him. So let's go with Cyclops, Wesley Walker. Nice. I think I would have taken two in second, but it's close. Really? Well, I guess, yeah. well, Walker has the longevity. But Walker has the longevity, the uh, uh, four-touchdown game against the Dolphins. Yeah. His career is so interesting because he has so many – he's a lot of different kind of seasons. Like, he'll average 25 yards a catch one year, then he'll have 60 catches for 800 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clutch, you know. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I had Walker over Corbett on my big board. It wasn't really true to myself, but there's those guys on Twitter. They, when they see Wayne Corbett, they just like their brain just goes to a different element if you get them at the right age. So that's why I had to take Corbett over him. Uh, for me here, oh boy. See, the tough thing is between these next two picks, they're older guys. So I feel like I need to get that young guy to get that crowd into it. I'm going to take Winston Hill oh, for O line. I think it might hurt me in the long run of people not knowing who Winston Hill is. Obviously, the staple at tackle for the Jets in the early years. There's another guy who Mike will probably take now, but I'm going go to Winston. I'm gonna go Winston Hill. Nania, you have selected Mangini for the seventh-round pick. Eric Manginius. And now we're going to go to Mike. Mangini built the, pretty much the 2009-10 teams. Yeah. And people won't let you forget that on Twitter, by the way. If you talk about it at all, like the 2009... He, he does have a cult following on Twitter. It's unbelievable. Does. It's actually really funny. If I mention how they were good in 2009, 2010, there's always the three guys like, you know who built that team? I'm like, <laughs> Mangini. And they're like, fuck, you're right. 
And then I remember he beat – he was the Browns coach. He beat the Patriots one time. It was like a big deal. All right, Mike, back-to-back to end the draft for you. Back-to-back to end the draft for me. I, I will take the Brickshaw Ferguson. I was going to take Winston Hill. And I, then my DB is James Hasty. Will be my number with will be my defensive back. I'm curious, is that the guy you're thinking of, Robbie? No, no. Really? So everyone took a DB. Yeah, that's it. You could say it. Jamal Adams. Yeah. Oh. oh Interesting. Yeah, I, I think that be, I, he's the second best DB yeah. in history. He's the only one other than Revis to be to be an All Pro. I think. So he's a first team All Pro, a second team All Pro, two Pro Bowls. That's. That's up there for Jets DBs. I'm an idiot. I, I, I was like always thinking of Hasty, Baird, Victor Green. I was like, how in my head? Paulson I, with 12. Dana Paulson had 12 picks that one year. <laughs> but what would be the backlash on Twitter? That's the question. That's the exactly. question. Well, Jamal probably had it, if not the second best season of all time. That's for sure. I don't think it's. How know. many years with the Jets? Three, right? That's crazy. Three years. 17, yeah. 18, 19. Yeah. Short, really short stint, but. I don't I, think I got my running back. But, your pick at running back, Nadia. Yeah. yeah, you're right. No I'm done. I'm just out. I'm out first. This is an interesting one. There are some good some good recent choices. I think with some of the old school names off the board. Should I go with Sean Green? Should I go with him here? So who are the running backs who have been taken so far? Martin uh, McNeil. Martin and McNeil. I am after you pick. I have to take my running back. We both waited to the end. We value that position very low. So That's whoever you take, I'm going <laughs> to probably take the opposite. So I think I'm going to go with Emerson Boozer Ooh. as my running back. Two-time Pro Bowler, part of the Super Bowl team, 52 touchdowns, 52 rushing, 64 total. He's my guy here. Yeah, he was probably the best remaining running back. Yeah, that, that was my pick. Unfortunately, you got Boozer. I'm going to have to go... Same time period, other guy, Matt Snell, is the, the best I could do. I didn't want to go... I should have been the Super Bowl MVP. Greener, yeah. I mean, Matt Snell, three-time Pro Bowler, one-team All-Pro. That will be my, my final pick of the draft. And, Robbie, your final pick, and I believe you have to have a quarterback. Uh, yes, and that would be... Vinny Testaverde. Nice. It's the best pick of the draft. That's the best value pick. I should have taken Vinny. Why didn't I do that? I forgot. Who'd you take? I took took Chad. Chad. Uh, I mean, Chad's probably three, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fuck. I would say Chad's three and Testaverde's four. Uh, Richard Todd, Sanchez are battling after that, but... I was thinking about Boomer, too, but I was being very literal, you know. Yeah. Boomer, yeah. Gee, I should have taken. I would have taken Vinny. Honestly, if I had a guy, I would take Vinny to win a championship. That's a great pick. So, any Fuck. unknown guys that we didn't pick yet? Any honorable mentions that you guys have on your list that you're surprised did not go in this draft? Uh, I was shocked. Uh, I was, I was close go. to taking Cromarty. Yeah. Who was the fourth uh, offensive lineman taken? The Brick. Brick. So Marvin brick. Powell is probably the best remaining Jet on the board then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even from like a literal standpoint, yeah. Yeah, because the right I tackle. Mean, people say a lot of old school Jets fans say he was overrated, but he these uh, accolades are there. Uh, Joe Atkinson. Fields is another guy. Yep. Center. Yeah. Male, uh, as you said, Lance Male. Uh, I was shocked that like I just said Thomas Jones wasn't taken because, uh, you know, obviously we forget guys like I would take Thomas Jones over Sean Green, but and Sean Green wasn't taken either. But Green also had what. Three thousand yard years or two? 
You only had two. But he, was, two. he was so important in 2009 also, in 2010. He was huge. And you got to remember. Yeah, one of us could have taken, um, either me or Matt could have taken Thomas Jones, but we went with the old school guys. I probably, yeah, and I took Winston Hill to pick before, and I think half the people are going to read that and be like, who the hell is Winston Hill? <laughs> Marty, Marty Lyon's not going. I know we're pretty deep at D-line. Joe and Philbin. then for a head coach, no Herm Edwards, right? I don't, I don't believe Herm was taken. No, yeah, I was close. It was between him and Mangini for me. Yeah. Who was Mangini the last coach taken? Yeah. Mangini was the last coach. I had a couple of receivers. Like, I had Brandon Marshall on my list, even though he played for two years. He's so great, and the Jets don't have a lot of great receivers. Mm-hmm. I had uh, Keyshawn. I had George Sauer. You Chris know Ivory. A, you know who's going to have a complaint? Victor Green. Victor Green. Yep. Why Joe is everyone good have to go to the fucking Patriots? Joe Philbin. Yeah, man. man just Atkinson yeah. at linebacker. Mickey Schuler too. The, Mickey Schuler could compete with one of these receivers, like yeah. Wesley Walker. But Wesley Walker is such a great jet. Yeah, I think I think we hit hit on most of them. Yeah, most of my big board went. This is also more of a, a serious draft. Me and Mike have done tailgating activities, like ridiculous drafts as well, and it gets pretty heated in the graphic because if Mike made the graphic one week, maybe he didn't put my my answer the right way and, and it, it skewed the entire results of the draft. Yes, it's going to be really fun though to, to tweet this out in the graphic and you'll immediately have a bunch of people freaking out of how did Vinny go that late and how did oh, you forget yeah. Victor Green. It is very fun to argue and not argue but debate the picks of this draft. So I think you guys are going to have a good time once the, the graphic goes out tomorrow night. Um, but yeah, you guys are always welcome to come back on for a snake draft. We do more ridiculous topics that are probably a little more fun. But looking at the board... I, I don't think there's a clear winner. I think I regret not going fourth pick and getting the back-to-back like Mike did. I'm happy with my back-to-back picks. Robbie was also really smart, waiting to take positions that were already filled and getting the, the automatic three or four guy there late in the draft. Nanny, I like your picks as well. So I think this is a, a, an all-around draft. I mean, I'm pretty – I'm trying to write it out. <laughs> like while we're talking to like compare them, like it's fantasy fantasy football draft in August. But uh, yeah. yeah, I got no complaints. I like, and I think I went all three. My first three picks were all defense. I think so. I'm not too. It was Revis, Letko, and, uh, and Grantham. Grantham. So and then you got Vinny eighth. Fuck. Yeah. So I'm not too disappointed with the offense. Moai, McNeil, Walker, and Testaverde. So like, no complaints. That's like such a Jets <laughs> offense, right? Like yeah. Wesley Walker at the. Oh. Yeah, I, I really like my offense with Kenny O, who is kind of in that argument. Obviously, Joe Namath is the greatest, but in terms of just their overall numbers and efficiency, it's, he kind of has the argument right up there with Joe Namath. So about as good as you can get there. And then the clear number one receiver, Don Maynard, and Nick Mangold was the best center in the league during his for really like over a half decade running, probably longer than that. Um, so I like my offense. And then at running back with Boozer, he led the league in touchdowns twice. So I like my offense quite a bit. Um, coach is a question mark. Not necessarily that Mangini is terrible, but compared to the other guys, probably the worst of the four coaches. Although I think he could have an argument over Rex. I, I guess you could debate that. I, I mean, think he has a better winning record than Rex, uh, winning percentage. It is close. When you include those years at the end, uh, it is neck and neck between those guys. So it really can be, even though Rex has the playoff success, 
It is close. Their winning percentage, uh, actually, the Jets. Rex Ryan, 479. They have the same exact win yeah, percentage as the Jets. <laughs> that was just double. So, He's like 46 and 50, and Mangini's 23 Obviously, 25. Rex has the playoff win. So, like, so that's sort of a question mark. But the defense, I guess, I sort of am a little skeptical of. All these guys are great, but like when we're comparing our teams against each other, it's like one all-time great against the next. And some of you guys got Hall of Famers, and I just got stars with Sean Ellis, Gary yeah. Rhodes. Um, so and also Clifton although Clifton's probably you would consider a, a superstar level player but so I sort of have my defensive questions but we can win some shootouts I think is it is it I think it's Matt's team right Namath and uh that has yeah. Namath yep yeah Namath Mo Lewis Corbett those are a lot of sick jet guys yeah I mean, I put a little too much thought into this draft going into it. I, I hit on my notes, to be honest. I'm looking back at my notes. I said Aaron Glenn in the fourth, fifth round. Got him. Wait on O-line. Took Winston Hill in the seventh. I needed Corbett. I wanted Parcells in the round two. It didn't come back to me. And then if I had my choice, it was Namath or Revis. So Robbie made it easy on me. You have Gastineau, too. You have three popular guys with Namath, Corbett, Gastineau. Right. That's- I don't think I have a guy who played after the year 2000. <laughs> like it's looking at my team, it might kill me, and I, I, I didn't think that far ahead. But no, it was fun to prepare for this draft, and it's always good to go down memory lane and look at some of the older players uh, and include them in this. But um, me and Mike are already thinking about doing a draft of uh, like any player who ever played in the Jets. I was, could, a, I was gonna say you so could much take fun. Brett Favre, you can take Jason Mike Vick, you, <laughs> you could take Jason whoever. Gino, Gino, it will pass. That's, Ed Reed. Uh, Ed Reed of the 2013, the, the 2014 Jets. I always tell uh, Nanny, I was on the show last time we did this, is my favorite team ever that sucked with fucking Mike Vick and Percy Harvin and Chris Johnson. He was hilarious. That was the, the offense. That was literally the team. And with Eric Decker and Jason Morrow, and they sucked. <laughs> so stupid. But I love, I love the 2014 Jets. It's so interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that well, Geno train. Everyone got excited. I mean, the first half of the Packers game is probably one of the highest points of the twenty ten, the post twenty ten team for the Jets. Yes, post twenty eleven. Yeah. You look at two, right? first half yeah. of week two against the Packers. That's one of the highest points in they the beat, past ten seasons for the Jets. It's like twenty one to three. Yeah, we're crushing the Packers. Beat the Raiders week. They one. beat the Raiders. They beat the Raiders week one. But then after that Green Bay game, it mattered because the they had a grueling quarterback schedule. So you had to play Rodgers. Manning was in that time frame. At the time, Matt Stafford was slinging. You had the Patriots. There was like a weird seven-week period that if they didn't win that game, they had a murderer's row at quarterback. And they were all close games, or most of them were, yes. as it turned out. So they could have been a competitive team. It just spiraled out of control. They lost to the Bears week three. Like Couldn't yeah. get the two-point conversion. Lost 27-19. Lost to Matt Stafford. The Lions were great. They were really good that year. That was the year the Lions had like number one defense for half the season. The Broncos game, they were down seven and had a chance to win it, and then they threw a pick six to end the game, right? Someone tear, did D. Milner tear his Achilles in that game for no reason? Yeah, whatever. Someone, ugh. Horrible. Horrible things we have to look back on. We have to <laughs> 2014 Jets, stupid shit. <laughs> that, was the, that year was the, the Mariota Bowl with Dewan Landry tackled fucking Delaney oh, Walker. Delaney Walker, yeah. Imagine so if that happened this year. That would be hilarious. Imagine they played the Jaguars this year and that happened. Oh, <laughs> oh God. It's crazy. It's really crazy to think. But it would have been more more of a, a thing this year because it both teams, what are we, 1-14 and the Jaguars are 1-15 at the time. It would have been crazy. Well, the Jets were oh, you also had the um, 
the the game where Gino wasn't allowed to throw the ball. He wasn't to throw. It's I took the Greg Salas uh, end around game. That it, I always tweet about that. Gino was like seven for thirteen, and when the Jets ran the ball like forty nine times and almost won. And Monday Night Football, so embarrassing. They wouldn't even let him throw the ball. Was that twenty fourteen? Twenty fourteen. Yeah, I'm looking at the box score. I ran forty nine times for two hundred seventy seven yards, and Gino was seven of thirteen. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Percy Harvin, six carries, nice. God. Mike, we were at Percy Harvin's first game. That's true, when he tried to hide him in the end zone. Well, they hid Walter Powell, I think, in the end zone. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Mike right, when when is Brant Boyer going to pull that out? Oh, dude. dude. Good for Brant Boyer making it through his third head coach. I hope Salah gets fired and they keep Brant Boyer. Nah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll we'll wrap it there. Robbie and Mike, thanks again for coming on. Uh, we can you know stay around and chat for a little bit after, but that is, I think, the ninth snake draft. Thanks again, boys, and and we'll talk soon. All right, thanks, thanks for guys. Us.